Hello and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura and I'm joined by friend of the show Will Katz, award-winning director Brian Redondo, and Savon Jones aka Captain Vonnie. As many of you know, Mike is still getting settled back in New Orleans, so he wasn't able to join us this week. He should be back for next week's pod. This is episode 39, and we'll talk about what we're loving this week. We really branched out, so stay tuned. I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not, you can always ask us for a refund. All right, we're back again. Another exciting episode. Um, Will is back with us again, filling in for Mike. We just replaced, uh, you know, a uh, youngish, youngish Jewish guy for another youngish Jewish guy. Um, You're out, Mike. Up, You're out. The South. Yeah, a New Yorker who then made his way to uh, Tulane, and you know, so yeah, they're just basically the same guy. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know, we were able to find a quick replacement, uh, an injury call up, so to speak. So, Will, uh, last time we learned a little bit about your gaming habits, but we also in the past know because you've sent in a mailbag question that you have an English girlfriend. And my first question is, uh, you know, what's it like dating someone who didn't grow up in America? And second, like, does she have stereotypically British teeth or, you know, what's the deal here? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. So, is it is it true? Is it true, or do they have great teeth? You know? run of inappropriate comments on this podcast. Can we like scream this man? All right. I'm sure she has beautiful teeth. Rachel has teeth that are just as good as like any of ours, and I mean that both in like the everyone's teeth are fine in the world, but like specifically, like no, she like. She had braces, like we good, right? All right. Uh, the the thing over there is like their <laughs> orthodontists like stop sooner. It's not that they like la- obviously don't lack the technology, but like for whatever reason, like like my teeth were super messed up when I was like a kid, right? Uh, my orthodontist was like, "We're gonna get this right," and like most orthodontists over there are like, "We're gonna get this." mediocre <laughs> mediocre like we're good to go what was your first question wow and <laughs> and is what that the weird? hell is, is this she conversation now <laughs> <laughs> uh is she's she in england now yeah okay uh, so what is that what is that like living with or uh, you know dating someone who's from europe from england you know that's just random yeah dude it like it we so the thing about it is like we've been long distance since we met uh and like we met in person like initially and it was like total like serendipity so like i i saw that movie it was great (laughs) yeah but it's also just a word in the dictionary Uh, (laughs) great great dictionary entry (laughs) i don't know if y'all took the sat but um (laughs) but yeah so like uh like it's you know it's obviously not ideal like the the whole thing is like coming towards a next year 
no longer being on different continents thing, which will be sweet. Yay! Yeah. So who wins in that dynamic? Do you go across the pond or does she come over? We both Or win. is there a third party continent? No, we both win in that we get to live in the U.S. Uh, together. <laughs> Where orthodontics is taken seriously. <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly like the weirdest thing about it is that like they just call some stuff like really silly things and it sometimes it really bothers me like like they got they have this like word for styrofoam that when i heard, polystyrene yeah, yeah yeah weird the first time i heard that i was angry for like a week like <laughs> i it's just, like such a vile vile way to say something that's it's just a foam it's literally a foam it's foamy Call it styrofoam, you know. Polystyrene. It's not a parrot, you know. Like, <laughs> don't they say like crisp? Yeah. Crisp. Yeah, but crisp, like just phonetically, is a really dope word. So, like, I don't mind people saying crisp a lot, mm. you know. Okay, uh, like yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. So I have this really bad habit um, that I I should be ashamed to admit, but I'm going to say it anyway. Whenever I'm interacting with a British person. Somehow, for some reason, I always start using my version of a British accent <laughs> as I'm talking to them. Like, like as the conversation continues, I I devolve into, "Oh, hey, so what was that like, governor?" And then, like, it's it's just like the crudest, most offensive thing. Has that happened with you and your girlfriend and or her uh, acquaintances? Um. No, uh, I, I like separate to her have had like really close friends in England for like several years. And I've, so I've been over there like enough times that I, I don't get drawn in. I'm just, you know, they're going to get y'all out of me, you know, like that, that's, that's like, that's how that goes. But what you are describing is one of my great fears for when the move over to the U.S. happens because I just know there are going to be so many days where she comes home or I come home and she's just like furious because all the five people she talked to today all decide to like, like be like, oh, you want a cup of water? You know I mean, like, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just be like, you know, I'm not here for your entertainment. It's like it's a total, totally normal way to talk, but Americans are just so like, <laughs> you know, drawn to it in a way that's like very it's it's almost like uh i don't know if y'all ever watched like party down like way no. back in the days uh, i did not know this movie no, it was a show yeah but regardless it's just a sort of something like if you're like the most interesting man in the world right like from those dos Equis commercials anywhere that you go People are gonna that he goes now. People are gonna be like, "Oh, it's supposed to spend the world." Like, stay thirsty, my friends. Like, blah 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 blah. Right? Like, it's the line. It's like the whole thing. Uh, it's like that for all English people in the U.S. A hundred percent. They all and get the same treatment from the populace. Oh, yeah, sure. oh yeah. That's not sure. a knife. Yeah, this is a knife. <laughs> all right. Well, this episode is gonna be a what we're loving. Uh, so we're gonna you know bring things from our our outside world into the show, what we're enjoying. Sometimes, you know, it ends up being a show. Sometimes it ends up being a real life thing. We'll see how we go. Uh, Savon, what is the thing you're loving this week, bro? I started watching 30 Rock. And uh, 
Wait, started? <laughs> yeah. So, always late, always on time. <laughs> yeah, so I know. Yeah, so I've, I've heard of Thirty Rock. I've never watched it, and you know, a lot of people work on all kinds of stuff. I can't be on top of every single cultural thing that's ever existed ever. I'm not going to try to. But yeah, I was with a friend, <laughs> and they just put on an episode of Thirty Rock random, and she's like, "Watch the show." I was like, "All right, bet I'll watch it." Watched it, no context. I didn't really understand the characters. I was like, "Yo." It is hilarious. Like <laughs> there were not like oh haha kind of funny. Like there were multiple moments where I legit busted out laughing, and I was like oh this is good. Like I've like I've enjoyed Tina Fey and stuff, but I guess this show is really her brainchild and really like this is her show. Oh my god, this show is funny. Um, I've heard of Alec Alec Baldwin plays your boy, right? Donaghy. I'm, I'm making sure I'm not wrong. Yeah. I've heard of him just through tropes and memes, and but I've never actually watched anything with Alec Baldwin in it, like on purpose before, and really watched this man. That dude is so funny. You and everybody oh else in goodness. the world. Like I never, like I, was, I just heard of him. I feel like I just heard of him because Hollywood exists and I'm American. That dude yeah. just had me in tears and just across. But the entire cast is just consistently makes me laugh i didn't know that it was based on her experiences with snl and i never really watched snl either so the show within a show concept so i don't know i've never had any context to the show even though it's extremely well known so being able to go in and not know anything about it i don't know the characters the premise and immediately start laughing i love that experience i feel like a lot of things that you're late to it's already been spoiled and you know what happens and this was just like a fresh comedy that Multi, like I've watched maybe five, six episodes, not in re- any real order yet, but every episode I am like, I have to pause the show because I'm laughing, which, yeah, w- watch 30 Rock if you haven't. I know I'm late to the party. <laughs> so was it just this one episode somebody put on for you or have you binge watched the entire show? No, they put on one episode and then I've started watching, like so far I've watched maybe like six or seven episodes. So not in any particular order because I don't know if there seems to be a strong continuity in the show. It seems like you just got to kind of understand the characters and the rest makes sense. But the ones I, I, I it was one of those shows where like, oh, okay, so lots of just prominent comedians during this time just pop up in this show, kind of like that Parks and Rec vibe of show. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's one of those kind of shows. I'm all on board. I love Parks and Rec. And you haven't even mentioned Tracy Morgan. You know, I have I was I've never been and I still am currently not really a Tracy Morgan fan. Even in just movies I grew up watching, I've never really been a Tracy Morgan fan. Like admittedly, actually I got to admit, I am I was thinking about this earlier because I'm really not a Tracy Morgan fan. I don't really think he's funny. He makes me laugh in 30 Rock. He's there's multiple moments in that show where he's hysterical, him and his wife uh that's not. I'm trying to remember the actress who plays. I mean, you're the, you're totally right. He's only funny on Thirty Rock. <laughs> his style of humor. It's not that he's not funny. His style of humor, and I get what the style of humor is meant to appeal to. It does not appeal to me. Because he, you know, maybe that's a better way of putting it. He's funny as shit in Thirty Rock, but I think <laughs> yeah. Alec Baldwin's character is the one that really just gets me nonstop. Where I just have to actually stop what I'm doing. Good show. Highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> nice. Um, my what I'm loving this week uh, is that yesterday, two days ago, I think it was two days ago, 
went popped by the camera shop uh, and I've been bugging Brian about like his camera um, and uh, we're me and my wife are about to have a baby uh, in like a month or two. Whoa! Did you just finally go public with that? A little bit. I mean, I it's like, a little bit. That was so <laughs> casual. <laughs> <laughs> We've been telling people slowly. There's been no like Instagram announcement. We're probably not going to do an Instagram. This announcement. is the Instagram yeah. announcement. Well, this is right. This is, you know, for, for our eight for our eight listeners who didn't know, Wes now is holding know. up a pair of baby shoes right now. <laughs> uh-huh. This man just gonna pop up with a child. Hey, yeah, look what I got, y'all. It's kind of how it's gonna be. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, like literally, Wes hasn't like, told his parents. Yeah, we like really well. We've told parents, but we haven't told that many people. Like, I just kind of tell friends here and there, and then you know, sometimes I tell the same friends. I'm like, hey, I don't know if I ever told you, but like, we're gonna have a kid. They're like, oh yeah, I know. Like, you just told us. I was like, okay, great. So I, we're not keeping track of who we're telling. Um, it's I don't know. It's super cash. It's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very cash. Um, so anyway, so went to the went to the camera That's shop. The baby's future like, name. Cash. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Where was our invite to the gender reveal? <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't want to set anything on fire, so we just set our backyard on fire and then put it out with a fire extinguisher. Um, no, actually, we don't. We don't actually know uh, the the sex gender of the baby, so we're, we'll find out when it you know comes out. We'll just be like, oh, hey, cool, it's a baby. And so you're gonna so. invite people to that reveal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll live stream it. We'll we'll, we'll do it. Confidently wrong. <laughs> Confidently we'll do wrong. IG live. Yeah. A, a very Jin, special, Jin special episode. <laughs> We got Jen here from the hospital. Yeah, uh, Mike's doing commentary. <laughs> what are you loving? <laughs> He'll just be angry about it in the corner. Here's why I don't like babies. Yeah, <laughs> they grow up to be neck beards. <laughs> Just be and like, why was I invited to this? I can't see anything. What a waste of time! (laughs) We miss you, Mike. Okay, Wes, you were talking about your camera, though, right? Yeah, so I went to the shop. I had my eye on the A7 III. It's by Sony, it's a mirrorless camera, uh, full frame sensor. The idea being that, you know, it'll bring in some more light, it'll take good pictures. Uh, Brian has a, a, a version of this. Um, he has the A7 S, right? Something like that. A7 S2. S2. So um, a previous version, but more uh, high quality in terms of certain certain aspects of it for taking uh, video and picture and stuff like that. Anyways, so I went there. I was like, I need to talk to somebody who kind of knows more about it, who can kind of tell me like what lens should pair up with it nicely and like won't break the bank, but still gives some good quality. Um, so I found this guy, he was a little bit douchey, uh, but he did know his stuff and he had, he had shot the a seven three, um, and actually they had a used one. So I actually ended up just pulling the trigger, um, on it. It was like 300 bucks off you, uh, new compared to, compared to new it's in good shape, uh, for sure. And I've been loving it. Just been, uh, going around practicing on the dog. They have, uh, they have this setting on the, the camera for autofocus where you can switch between it expecting to see a human and it expecting to see a pet. What? So I've been, I've been using the pet mode on on our dog Nyla. Uh, it's great. Nyla does not cooperate. She's a terrible model. Uh, she just likes to go around sniffing all of the things in the backyard and eating poop, but does not like to come when you call her uh, through the. You know, she's not she's not that kind of dog. She's she's got her own mind. You know, she's an independent woman. So a lot of pictures of just the side of her. Um, no, you know, no face shots that much. So no dog uh, butt. Yeah. No, what about yeah, the some dog, dog butt? butt? Yeah, because she just goes off and you're like, oh, well, there's the butt of the dog. 
-hmm. but the camera's been awesome. Uh, it's got a little, little uh, besides the pet feature, which is, you know, kind of cool. It's got a, a swivel screen, which my old camera did not have. Uh, so when I take low, low down shots, you know, of the dog at dog level, uh, you know, I can actually see what I'm framing, you know, which, which is nice. And my old DSLR, I just shot it blindly and hoped for the best. When you were talking about taking low down shots, I was very worried for a second. <laughs> I'm glad you brought it back to the dog. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful camera. The lens I got was a 35 millimeter prime. It's like 2.8. It was only 150 bucks used. So cool. For those that don't know, 2.8, sexy, very sexy. sexy. You can go more. You know, you can get the 1.4, but that costs that costs a lot of money. That's know? usually a thousand dollars more. Yeah, and it's so not that serious. The 150 is. is it's only a quarter of a robe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get way more mileage out of the robe. Hey, DerekRose.com. If you're, you know, if you're trying to trying to get some, you know, people to pimp your products, send one to Savon, man. He'll he'll shill for you, no, like no problem. He'll tell everybody. Yeah, although, about I, it, so. although I think I, I can't like remember no more. The German one, I think they have nicer stuff. Keep it a buck. I was looking at Derek Rose. All right. All right. He's not we... a fan of the English. How does that make you feel, Will? I. Indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if we mentioned this uh, while we were recording, but two out of four of us are wearing robes right now. This. Oh yeah, come on. This is a this is a robe takeover podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll leave it up to the 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 listeners to guess which two are. Um, I think one is an obvious lock for sure, um, and the other one's Jewish. Um, <laughs> what is happening right now? Y'all are just no. you and you and you and Wes have just gone off the deep end. Y'all have finally out of pocket. become old men. They finally become out of pocket old men who just say shit and then everyone else is just like, oh god. I think that's exactly <laughs> what's all happening. God, all god, grandpa. Okay. Except like grandpa ought to have a damn rope. <laughs> uh, yeah, grandpa energy, you, DGAF man. You laughing? I'm on wait this as something small. It's, this is not a what we're loving yet. Ooh, because I'm not. I'm not fully through it. Uh, I just watched the first two episodes of Dave. Ooh, hey, I'm Dave. <laughs> I am laughing so hard at so many moments of this, and some of it is cringe, but a lot of it is just really funny and really like not smart, but it's really funny. Um, so. I don't know. I'm gonna be. Maybe that'll be my next. What I'm loving. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Two episodes in only. Can't make it. Make, can't make a call yet. All right, Brian. What are you into this week? Um, I I am into a lot of stuff this week. Uh, I'm you know I'm I'm loving. I got like TV show picks. I got book recommendations. I oh, got comic book picks. We're back into reading. We're I not got literate. I got everything, man. And and Dave is actually one of those things. Um, I'm just loving a lot of things. I feel like I'm single again. Um, but, but the one thing I, I do, I, I highlighted this thing in our notes, uh, or I've dropped it in our notes. The, the one thing that I do want to talk about, I'm going to save some of these other stuff for later. Cause I feel like, you know, TV shows are always a thing to fall back onto, but what I'm loving, uh, right now are adult Legos. And no, I do not mean, yeah, are they pornographic? Uh, like what is happening? I do here? not mean the brick <laughs> version of a flat. No, I'm not. I'm also Ugh. not talking about serious what? design flaw. Ew. Serious Ew. design flaw. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, I'm also not talking about IKEA, Sorry, which Just I used it. to talk uh, about as adult Legos. I'm not talking about those. I'm also not talking about 
those giant Star Wars sets of like the Millennium Falcon that cost $700. Those are not adult Legos. Those are Legos made for kids with disposable income. <laughs> what I'm talking about is like just like a whole new line. It's not even a, a dedicated line, but they're obviously Lego sets catered to adults with refined tastes. So uh, very recently... Lego robes, it sounds like that's what's coming. <laughs> I, I think that's on the docket for 2022. Yeah, where is he uh, going with this? <laughs> so uh, recently, uh, Anna and I completed several of these sets. One of them is one of them is like this beautiful uh, bonsai set, like a bonsai tree. Uh, she did one that's like a, a potted plant of birds of paradise, which is beautiful. And then the behemoth thing that we just completed is a grand piano, a Lego version of a grand piano. Life it's size. like, uh, it's a little smaller than life size. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it it is sizable. It's it's probably like uh, I don't know, like 20, 24 inches by twelve inches or something like that. It's everybody keep in mind. Massive. Brian lives in like a small New York apartment in Brooklyn. Like. Oh, there are no room for you, these Legos. Where are you putting these things? They're on the floor. <laughs> I'm trying like hard not kid. to step on them. Bro. Uh, they, I mean, but that's the thing with these Legos. Like, they are they are so finely crafted and well-designed that I'm, I'm going to have to get a shelf for these things to properly display them as they should be displayed. And, and what's great about them is that they're kind of like, they're kind of like, uh, like adult coloring books. I don't know if y'all have seen those recently. They're very like intricate patterns and, and illustrations made for adults. Kid, kids are not coloring in those things with crayons. No way. Um, same thing with these Legos, right? Like no, no kid wants a grand piano Lego set, uh, but I do. Um, and it's, it's just exquisitely crafted. Like it doesn't have like any of the Lego rivets sticking out of it. They're all, they're all concealed, so everything is very sleek on the exterior, um, and they have like tons of details. Like it, you know, it's got the the white ivory keys, it's got the black keys, and then if you lift up the lid of the piano, it's got all the uh, all the chords are even built out underneath. And if you press the keys, you can see like the hammers come up and hitting these fake chords and stuff. Um, it's also got a motor in it that you connect to your phone so you can play music that comes out of your phone, but then you see the keys on the piano moving. It's just, it's just like so beautiful. And then while you're building it, you feel really good about it. And, and this is going back to that coloring book analogy. It's like you, you get into this flow state. You're just like, you know, finding the right, sexy pieces and snapping them together and getting that satisfaction and and like even the way that you put it together yeah i know i i gotta put on a robe for this <laughs> when you're when you're putting this thing together like there are designs in some of these modular pieces that ultimately get covered up like they you don't see them on the outside of the piano but they're just in there like you you notice like the symmetry of how they you assemble these things and there's like these patterns and the bricks and the tessellations and stuff. And then, you know, you can do this while you're like listening your favorite record or like if you're smoked out or whatever, and it's just like a good vibe. Um, and, and, and they're amazing. Like they're, they're really prohibitively expensive. They're, you know, they're kind of 
in the in the fancy robe end of things um but that's how you know they're made for adults with with uh, refined tastes uh and i'm looking forward to our next adult lego set we're we're thinking about getting the lego typewriter uh the vintage typewriter which is a, a nice seafoam green uh for all you adults out there yeah so that that is what i'm loving have you had the impulse to like take them apart and match them together into some weird spaceship no, that's some kid shit, man. That's <laughs> I really got, I got mad. a grand piano. I got a grand piano that I'm going to use as a grand piano. <laughs> there, there is no BB-8 Lego rolling around inside of that grand piano. Like that's not happening. So I, mean, I tried to look it up. So it's like a, it's like a large desk ornament size, right? Yes. Yes. Like okay, so I think I looked up the right. It's thing. like the kind of thing that gets its own shelf, like a like a medium sized statue. No, twenty by twenty four. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I this is a Brooklyn shelf, not not a Texas <laughs> shelf. <laughs> okay, that's All I right. respect that. Yeah. Like that's one of those like you know niche hobbies. Hell yeah, man! If you got the dough, go for it. Will I don't know if you ever ran track. But in track, in the four-man, like, 4 by 100 relay, you always put the strongest runner last. So I'm putting you last. So take us home. Get us across the finish line. What are you loving this week, bud? Yeah, I'll take that baton with the smoothest of handoffs. <laughs> so I've really been loving Football Manager, uh, which is uh, it's a PC game. Y'all y'all have played, like, Madden or 2K at some point in your lives where... I thought have- maybe this was, like... You're owed to like Jose Mourinho or something like that. No, no, this th- no. Okay. This is me being a better version of him in this game. Right? Oh, nice. Okay. So it's basically like your dynasty or franchise mode, except you cannot control any of the players during the games, and it's super in depth. Not just in terms of like. Oh, here's the the setup. It's a soccer game, right? So it's like not just in terms of the setup. Of... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is British stuff again. Yeah, dude. Uh, and and it's like literally. Uh, so it's not just like the tactical side of things. It's not just oh, I'm going to put these dudes in this formation. I'm going to tell this guy to like run this way when he has the ball, or I'm going to tell this dude like not to shoot because he's bad at shooting, right? Uh, but it's also like yo, we're going to train these dudes. We're going to like recruit young dudes to like be in our youth system. We're going to like handle all like the financial, like business side of things. We're going to like have to deal with the expectations of like a board of directors of the club. And I like, I want to build a new stadium. And they're like, we don't have fans. So that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, (laughs) but we could have fans if they had a place to sit. And they're like, have fans that sit on like what we have now. It's like a whole thing. Uh, so it's like really dope it's super in depth and it's all consuming. Uh, and it's, it's like, it's super sick. It's, it's like really full on like cosplaying being like a head coach slash general manager, uh, in like a sport that has like all these added layers of like free market, like player acquisitions, like money really matters in a way that it doesn't in like the NFL or even the NBA. Uh, 
and and I'm killing the game out here. Let me tell you, like I'm. Did like, you sign Messi? No, I didn't have to. Uh, I didn't have to. I, yeah. I have. Well, actually, okay. So this is going maybe a little bit too deep, but one of the really cool things about it is that it has like incorporated like Brexit into like the rules around like acquisition of players in England. Wow. So like it used to be that if like you were from like an EU nation, like you could just like come and play in England and it's like no problem. But now it's like, you have to be like playing for your national team, like regularly, or then there's, if they, if you aren't, then there's an appeals process. And depending on like how much I'm like paying you and how much I paid to be able to pay you, like, you know, determines whether or not like a player is eligible. So I, I, I have like these three dudes that I signed from like South America who can't play for me because I didn't pay enough for them. And they're like young boys. So I'm like loaning them to like clubs in Spain, trying to get them experience. So they like oh, get good deep. enough that they can. Yeah. I mean, it's like, this is the level that we're operating at. It's like, I'm very stimulated, right? Like by it, like <laughs> so, in every, in like, Every like savory way, yeah. So, fine. So I'm hearing is for yourself on the side. I do not make spreadsheets. Okay, okay. So, all right. So what I'm hearing is that you're having financial issues. Well, like, I'm fixing the financial issues. Yeah. Like I'm hearing is that you're having issues uh, financial shipping, getting your kid, your other people across the ocean. So are you like one of those people now? Because this happened with me playing GM mode in 2K. Are you one of those people who now that now in any type of soccer news drops, you just have an encyclopedic knowledge of just all of like the whatever equivalent of like a collective bargaining agreement and all the league rules and tax rules. And it's just like, oh, OK, well, if they move this player, they'll save this much in money. So then it makes sense for this move. Like there's definitely like a nerdier like baseline knowledge. The, the one thing that like makes me less able to do that in soccer is that like the financials of deals aren't always like reported like accurately or quickly, like in reality, but like at the same time, like my, my team in real life signed this player this summer that I signed in football manager, like 12 months ago for the, for like my team. And I was like very stoked about it. Cause like, Oh yeah, I know this dude. Like he's going to be totally adequate because he was totally <laughs> adequate for me in football manager fit in very nicely, you know? High praise, totally. So this adequate. game seems like it's very text-based. Like it could all just be, oh, yeah. you know, yes, no. Uh, type in the name of this player. But like, what do we? What do you actually see on screen? So yeah, so there's basically the, there's two elements. There's like when you're in like a game, like an active match, and then there's sort of the rest of it. The rest of it is very text-based. It's there's like a whole bunch of different like dashboards and windows for like the various aspects of running the club you can also delegate a lot of activities to like staff that you hire you know who like have attributes that control how competently they perform those tasks uh but in the game you're basically like watching a soccer game uh with like sort of mediocre graphics uh but like as you're watching this game go on you're tweaking the tactics like oh they're really like coming in at us on the right, I need to like change this dude's like instructions that he's like hanging back to like try to neutralize that threat. And then we can maybe come up the other way. Yeah. So like there's the matches take like a long time and like you really like build up to those. Uh, But there's so much time that goes into 
building and setting up everything around it and like being on top of it all is very like, like when I'm not playing football manager muscle, I'm often thinking about like the things that need to happen next uh, in order for me to keep this train on the tracks. So who would really enjoy this game or AKA who would not enjoy this game and where can they find it? So uh, steam is where they can find it. Just straight up steam search football manager. I think that it's a game that certainly like if you're a soccer fan and like you also game, uh, there's probably an interest level, but really anyone who's like at all into like sports, but like, I don't know if y'all have had this experience, but for me, I've actively felt myself getting worse and worse and worse at like the sports games that I used to just like, just be dominant in for like my entire life. Uh, and it's because like the controls are leaving me behind. Like my reaction time's not what it used to. I don't have the same time to like dedicate to being like the best at FIFA. Right. Uh, I'm now only just very good at FIFA. And so like, and that's only I was like get... such a humble brag. I'm, like, <laughs> oh, I'm only very good now. now I can stomp regular people, but online it gets a little intense. These are the size yeah. of it. Remember, remember. Yeah. Just... yeah, but in like, but in like five to ten years, you know, I'm probably going to be booty. You know, <laughs> like by any measure. Uh, but Football Manager is like a place where, like, no, it's like you're thinking through things, and and it's it's very it's very like intellectual, but it's also like. Yeah, I think it's for people who, like, don't need to have the, like, oh, I'm the best dribbler. I'm so good at dribbling component. But, who like, if you enjoy, like, a manager or, like, a dynasty mode or, like, franchise or anything like that, this game is, like, that on steroids. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I love how what you just described is an extension of, you know, back in the day, there'd be jocks and be like, oh, we're good at this sport you guys suck, go play it on your Sega Genesis. And then now there are people who are like really good at playing it, the video game version, but you're kind of aging out of that. And you're like, okay, here's a different version of that. That's more intellectual that, yeah, you suck. So you go play that. Totally. Totally. Go, you're the, go do your you're Red the Bull speed rush game. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, that's other thing. Yeah, Chris Dudley, Udonis Haslam, like that's what you've become, you know. Eventually, oh god, on the bench. <laughs> you live long enough to become getting them checks, you know. Yeah, exactly. What I, I will say, also, just like very last little nugget, is that like it has leagues from like all countries all over the world. Like you could do like a, a, a file in like the Filipino league, you know, or like the like the third division of the Filipino league, or like pick a, a country. Yeah, dude, every country has a league. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty wild. That's dope. Um, that sounds like a game that would not appeal to me ever in any kind of like <laughs> moderate way, but it does sound cool for a certain type of folks. So I'm glad that you shared that with us. Um, it sounds like another game I would be bad at. Like, why? Like I'm all I'm also already bad at FIFA. I'd be really bad at this too. I think. I think the attention to detail and like the amount of like in depth. You'd have to do. You'd have to really be into it. I would say, like the first ten hours would be a slog. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you if you, you know, really were coming time. to it with like no sort of knowledge or like other interest in like in soccer in particular, like yeah, it would take a little while to acclimate. 
it's dangerous. It's a rabbit hole. That's how I was with the 2K My Gym, dude. Like, I would spend legit. It got to the point where I was spending more time managing my players' salaries and my team's contract than I was actually playing games. Like, I would sim. At a certain point, I stopped playing games. I just started simulating them because I just wanted to plan out, okay, three years down the line, who can I max out? Who can I trade? How can I sign Kevin Durant? <laughs> oh, God, I struck out in free agency. Oh, uh, crap, this dude tore his ACL. At a certain point, you're not even playing the game anymore. You're just managing spreadsheets, and it becomes an actual job. <laughs> like taking advantage of, like, weird algorithms for, like, what is a value trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I wonder Suddenly if there's a legit accountant. manager out there that's, like, hooked up to the game and just watching the moves that you make and copying them. This is like, this person knows what they're talking about. There there's is, a Ted Lasso somewhere who's following. There is, there is not that, to my knowledge, but a few years back, someone did get hired to be the manager of, like, a third-tier Spanish team, and, like, their resume was just, like, what they had done in Football Manager. Oh my uh, god. That That's says dope. more about like the people making that hiring decision, I think, than about like <laughs> okay. football manager. But like that has But what you're saying is once. you have dreams. Yo, like <laughs> I'm open for backup business. plan. I'm open yeah. for business. <laughs> like I'll take if a If that check. law thing doesn't work out, you know. Hey, being things. a lawyer might be helpful there, right? Like you know the CBA and everything like that. I can read it. Dang. I can read it real yeah. good. For sure. Yeah. Uh that should wrap us up, yeah? That was a good episode. I liked it. All right. Cool. Definitely the best uh, one we've ever done. It's the best one we've ever done and the best one that people have ever heard. Um, you know, hey, Mike who, right? Like, I mean, we don't even need that guy back. We'll just, well, or we could just you know, alternate and see if people can figure out the difference. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh Grandpa. All they right, all friends. sound the same. <laughs> Uh, that'll wrap us up. Hit us up on our socials, like always, at confidently underscore pod. Um, let us know how you feel. Introduce our show to your friends as well. Uh, we have a great time making it, but you know we know there could be more people out there listening. Will found us, you know, somehow, and maybe there are other people. There are other wills out there, and then you know the show will grow just organically. It'll grow like a little flower. All right, friends, or maybe like a bonsai tree, a Lego bonsai tree. Friends, we're out. Have a good one.